Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Can the Atlanta Falcons keep up a very hot win streak this Sunday going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Can the Survivor Series card matchup featuring NXT live up to expectations for what the true wrestling fan really wants in WWE in the modern day? Find out with me here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. To start off today's show, guys, we are talking WWE's Survivor Series that is happening this Sunday guys and let me tell you i am very excited about this and this is a pay-per-view that i have not been well that i have been excited for since i don't know the royal rumble of this you know this this year right here 2019 because since really the royal rumble we haven't really had a great pay-per-view and wwe has just been kind of like you know on and off with the pay-per-views and the storytelling. But for this one right here, it is all about brand supremacy. And I am team blue with team SmackDown. And, oh my goodness. But it is very hard for me to really pick them. I mean, I'm still picking them. But I have a feeling that NXT is going to win this brand supremacy thing this Sunday at Survivor Series. So Survivor Series kicks off November 24th from the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois and streams live on the WWE Network with the main show beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and the kickoff show leading us in two hours prior from 5 p.m. So here's the matches and with my predictions. WWE Championship Brock Lesnar will defend his title against Rey Mysterio in a no-holds-barred, no-disqualification match. A showdown between Lesnar and Mysterio has been building since September 30th when Lesnar attacked Rey Mysterio's son, uh, Dominic. Mysterio brought in Cain Velasquez in an attempt to get revenge, but Lesnar again brutally attacked Dominic the week before, defeating Velasquez in mere minutes at Crown Jewel. Mysterio beat Lesnar down with a chair fall in that match, and then again with a pipe on the follow-up edition of Raw before laying down the challenge for Survivor Series. Guys, Brock Lesnar does have a tendency of struggling against smaller opponents, and I feel like this matchup can go either way, but at the at the end, if it's really if Vince is really gonna give us what we want, I'm gonna say Vince. I'm not Vince McMahon winning the title. Gosh dang it. <laughs> I'm going to say Rey Mysterio is going to win the title if Vince really wants to give us what we want. And that's what we kind of want is Rey Mysterio to win the title against Brock Lesnar. But if Vince thinks that there's a much more worthy opponent, <clears throat> Drew McIntyre, <clears throat> then Brock Lesnar will keep the WWE title. So, I am going to go on the limb and say Ray Mysterio is going to win this one. Again, for the simple fact that Brock Lesnar 
does struggle against smaller opponents. For example, Finn Balor. Finn Balor dominated Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble match of 2019. Uh, I think it was the Universal title match, actually. And then there again, Vince did want Finn Balor to beat Brock Lesnar. So it just took, like, what, one or two F5s? And I think maybe, like, five German suplexes. And then after that, match was over, even though Finn Balor dominated, like, 85, 90% of the match. So my pick is Rey Mysterio. So hopefully I am right on that one. Universal Championship match, the blue Universal Championship, the fiend Bray Wyatt will defend his title against Daniel Bryan. It didn't take long for Bray Wyatt to target his first victim as a member of the SmackDown brand. He immediately set his sights on Bryan, attacking him during a backstage segment on the ensuing SmackDown episodes. Brian and Wyatt set up the Universal title match during a main event segment on Miz TV. Guys, what else do we have to say right here? Bray Wyatt is keeping this title really until WrestleMania. I do not know why you would take the title off of Bray Wyatt right now. Because back then, you know, Vince didn't know what to do with Bray Wyatt. Holding the WWE title from Elimination Chamber to, uh, was it WrestleMania? So really, what, a month and a half? So now Vince has probably learned from that mistake, and he is going to let Bray Wyatt hold on to the title from, what was the last pay-per-view, the Crown Jewel, all the way to WrestleMania, and that will be fine with me because Bray Wyatt deserves it. He is working really hard, and he is carrying Monday Night, I mean, excuse me, SmackDown on his back. So... It's still, overall, it's going to be a very great matchup, and but still, at the end of the day, it's going to be Bray Wyatt. Women's champions, Becky Lynch representing Raw, Bayley representing SmackDown, and Shayna Baszler representing NXT. The first champion versus champion versus champion match announced for the events for the event was the showdown between NXT. Champ Baszler, SmackDown Champ Bailey, and Raw Champ Lynch. The personality differences at play are intriguing with former MMA fighter Baszler, brand of brutality set against Lynch's swaggering persona as the man, and Bailey's fan favorite turned ruthless heel approach. Baszler will be the only one night. Ba- excuse me, Baszler will be the only one removed from NXT War Games this Saturday, and that is really tomorrow. So I am I'm looking forward to this match right here. I am gonna say though that Shayna Baszler is gonna win this one, guys. As much as I hate to say it as being like a Becky Lynch fan, Shayna Baszler, she looks she looks unstoppable, man. And I wouldn't be surprised. If Shayna Baszler pins Becky Lynch, that would be a huge momentum booster for Shayna Baszler going onto the main roster. When she does lose the NXT Women's Championship, probably the Saturday before WrestleMania, if I would just have to to guess. Mid card champions AJ Styles representing the United States title versus Shinsuke Nakamura representing the Intercontinental Championship. Versus Roderick Strong representing the NXT North American title. 
if you're looking for the match of the night, this is it right here, guys. Because not only does AJ and Shinsuke know each other very well, going back to NJP, NJPW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, but Roderick Strong, even though I don't watch much NXT, I do catch glimpses of it every once in a while, flipping back, back and forward between NXT on Wednesday nights and AEW Dynamite. Roderick Strong looks really good, guys. I would not put it past him to really putting hurting on maybe Shinsuke and maybe a little bit of hurting on AJ. But still, at the end of the day, if I really had to pick this one, AJ Styles is going to win this because he, he he's just a face that needs to win this one. And Shinsuke Nakamura, he, he's a wild card for me. But Roderick Strong, still at the end of the day, even though as good as he is, He's still going to get beat up pretty badly between AJ and Shinsuke. So my winner of this match is AJ Styles. Men's Tag Team Championship match between the Viking Raiders representing Raw versus the New Day representing SmackDown versus the Undisputed Era representing NXT. Another showdown of brand champions pits the brute forces of the Viking Raiders against the glorious New Day, the fan favorites, against the new school attack from the two of NXT's most dominant stable. Guys, right here, I'm going to say the New Day. Really, I'm going to have to say the New Day because the Viking Raiders, they're still new. The Undisputed Era, yes, as dominant as they are, they're still new. The New Day has this veteran experience, and I'm going with them. The Men's Survivor Series Elimination Match. Team Raw is Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, and Ricochet. Squaring off against Team SmackDown, representing Roman Reigns, King Corbin, Muhammad Ali, Shorty G, a.k.a. Chad Gable, and Braun Strowman versus the unknown Team NXT. Hmm, this is weird. Now, there was a lot of controversy going into this matchup right here in particular more on the side of NXT because it's supposed to be all rookies of course but there's a lot of backstage talk that Triple H was going to be the team captain of team team NXT like being in the match I don't think that is going to be the case guys because Triple H is going to turn that down he is I mean he could still wrestle don't get, don't get me wrong on that. He looks great. He is the goat of wrestling. I'll put him over John Cena any day of the week. <laughs> oh my goodness. I already see the, the Twitter hate on that. But anyways, Triple H is not going to be, you know, wrestling as part of Team NXT. Yes, that is his baby and it's growing and it's growing every day. But he's not going to be a part of it. So it is undisclosed right now at the time of this podcast that who team NXT is going to be. Now I am recording this on late Tuesday night. So they could reveal uh Wednesday. And if they do, I will tweet it out. <laughs> but as far as right now, t- late Tuesday night at seven ten PM, it is undisclosed. Women's Survivor Series elimination match. Again, Team NXT is undisclosed, but Team Raw is 
Charlotte Flair, Natalia, The Kabuki Warriors, and Sarah Logan. Versus Team Smackdown of Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross. Versus, again, the undisclosed NXT Women's Division. Oh, and going back to the men's, I'm going to say Team Smackdown, guys. For Women's Survivor Series Elimination Match, I am going to say Team Smackdown again, guys. Sasha Banks and Carmella, Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke might get eliminated first, just knowing her. But Sasha Banks, I feel like, can come through on this one. And for the pre-show, guys, we are having the NXT Cruiserweight Championship defended from Leah Rush against Angel Garza, Garza, if I'm pronouncing that right, sorry for butchering your name. And guys, um, again, I I don't watch NXT that much. I'm more now into AEW Dynamite on Wednesdays, but I still flip back and forth, you know, see what's going on over on the WWE brand of things. And this is one match I just particularly just don't care for, but given the fact that, you know, I've seen Leah Rush before, I'm going to say Leah Rush is going to win this matchup. So that is the... Survivor Series predictions from yours truly, Cole Morgan, here on the Morgan Men Sports Podcast. And for Survivor Series, guys, this is going to be one that is going to be talked about for many, many months. I th- I believe going into WrestleMania. And th- this could be a, a thing where... It's like a it's like a job resume pretty much for NXT here. You know, who who showed out? You know, who showed out during their matches at Survivor Series representing Team NXT that could potentially be moved up to the main roster? Yes, I know WWE is treating NXT now like a main roster, but still at ultimately at the end of the day, your your veterans are on Raw and SmackDown. And I would love for Adam Cole to be on. (sighs) I would say I would love Adam Cole to be on Team SmackDown next year. Representing the blue brand. So, we'll have to wait and see. But still, ultimately, at the end of the day, I love the blue brand to win their matches here at Survivor Series. But I know I cannot have my cake and eat it too. So hopefully I'm at least right on maybe two things from this predictions video. <laughs> and um if so, I'll just give myself a you know high f- a high five. <laughs> but anyways, guys, we are now fixing to go into the subject of Tampa Bay Buccaneers facing off against the Atlanta Falcons who are three and seven along with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but the Atlanta Falcons look like a Super Bowl winning team going into this matchup right here. While Jameis Winston is just, hey, you want an interception? You want an interception? Everybody gets an interception. So we're fixing to preview that matchup here next on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. All right, guys, here we are. We are talking Tampa Bay visiting. The red-hot Atlanta Falcons. 
This is an article on AtlantaFalcons.com. Five things to expect from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going into this Sunday's matchup. The Falcons are hoping to extend their win, winning streak in the NFC South to 3-0 when they face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, 1 p.m. kickoff. Atlanta has a different team since returning from their bye week. Not only the Falcons 3-7 won back-to-back games, Atlanta's defense has now allowed only a touchdown or has, yeah, has now allowed a touchdown since the second half of the 27-20 loss to the Seattle Seahawks on October 27th. Dan Quinn's team is playing the type of complimentary football he expects to see every week. Here are the five things you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons' upcoming, upcoming opponent. The Bucks are putting up points on offense. Yes, as bad as Jameis Winston is whenever it comes to turnovers, he is still putting up points on offense. The, and as a matter of fact, Tampa Bay ranks number six in the league in scoring, averaging 27.7 points per game. Winston also leads the top passing attacks. He is one of the top of the passing attacks. The Bucks have the number five passing offense in the league, averaging 285.6 yards per game through the air. Only the Cowboys, parentheses, 312.7, Chiefs, 301.7, the Falcons, 300.3, averaged, average more passing yards per game. Winston has thrown 242 for 3,000 and 78 yards and 19 touchdowns. He also throws in the league leading an 18 interception and has been sacked 16 times the most in the league. Shaquille Barrett has been a difference maker. Tampa has one of the NFL's best pass rushers in the league in Barrett, who ranks second in the league in sacks with 11 and a half. Barrett, an undrafted free agent out of Colorado State, signed with the Broncos in 2014 and played five seasons in Denver before signing a one-year deal with the Bucks this past offseason. Mike Evans is still one of the league's top receivers. A big reason the Bucks have one of the league's top passing offenses in the play, their Pro Bowl wide receiver Evans, he ranks second in the league in receiving yards with 993 and his seven touchdowns are tied for first in the NFL. Atlanta secondary will have their hands full trying to keep Mike Evans from receiving the ball. And finally, new coaching staff, which equals new identity. The Bucks hired Bruce Arians following the 2018 season after parting ways with Falcons offensive coordinator Dirk Carter. Arians has implemented the new schemes on both sides of the ball. Todd Bowles, the former head coach of the New York Jets, and Arians' defensive coordinator. The Bucks ranked number 23 in yards per game, 371.8, and 32 in points per game, 31.3. Keith Armstrong, former special teams coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, is in charge of Tampa Bay's special teams unit. So there is at least one former Atlanta Falcon that is coaching in Tampa Bay, which that that's a that's a weird trend right there. Almost former Falcons coaches 
go to Tampa Bay for some reason. I don't understand that. And then Tampa Bay people come to the Falcons or the New Orleans Saints. So it's, so it's weird in that scheme. You know, you would think they would try to get out of the division. But me personally, guys, if we keep playing the way we play against, like we did against the New Orleans Saints, the Carolina Panthers, and as bad as Jameis Winston is for interceptions, leading the league in interceptions, guys, I would feel comfortable saying that the Falcons are going to win this one like 50 to nothing. Honestly, but again, the pass rush is going to be the difference maker for Tampa Bay's defense going up against the Atlanta Falcons offense, which is totally loaded with Ridley, Jones, Ryan, um, Quadrillas, and Brian Hill. I mean, my gosh, you, you, you're looking at this offense against the Bucks defense. I would choose the Falcons offense over the Bucks defense any day to you know, you know, take power, take control of the game. And then, of course, our defense, which is really just, has just lit the world on fire, going up against a Tampa Bay offense. Yeah, I feel very comfortable there taking our new revamped defense. And, again, I'm going to say like 50 to nothing. Right here, guys, for the Atlanta Falcons going into this week's matchup right here. We'll be 3-0 in a division if we win this. And I think we'll be 4-7 and after winning this game as well. So, honestly, guys, if you're looking at this, if you're looking at this right now, I'm actually pulling up the Atlanta Falcons mobile app right now as we speak. And I think I did this uh, this past Tuesday. Go to schedule, standings, and then conference. So right now, we currently sit third in our conference, our division, excuse me. With being three and seven, the Carolina Panthers, they are going to fall to five and six. So, but, that, but that's, of course, because they're facing the New Orleans Saints. But if you go into conference, the Vikings sit at that number six seed. So the Rams, honestly, I feel like they're going to probably lose a lot of their games. Eagles, Panthers, Bears, and Lions, and Cardinals. So, honestly, I feel like we're going to be the seventh seed at the end of the year. Because all these other teams right here, you know, they are trying to find ways to lose games, it seems like. Now, granted, the Eagles, I did watch that Patriots and Eagles game this past Sunday. And that was electrifying. Yeah, it was low scoring, but the Eagles defense definitely was keeping, you know, the offense in the game. For, you know, you know their own team, you know, Eagles defense is putting the Eagles offense back in the game. But honestly, if I would have to pick... If I'd have to pick any team, I'd say the Cowboys could honestly lose out the rest of their games. The Vikings, that's going to be an if. I'm not too for sure about that yet. But honestly, I'd be happy with the seventh seed in the NFC. 
And then after that, we'd really have to hope and pray that other teams can, you know, lose outs in this scenario for the Falcons even, you know, breathe a six seed in the NFC and go on to the wild card playoffs. That would be like super freaking crazy, guys. And and again, don't get me wrong. I'm not overhyping this team about playoff or bust now. It's not like it's not nothing like that. If we do make the playoffs, that's great. But at the same time, if we don't, we got next year, a bright next year to look forward to. Yes, we're going to draft very well in the 2020 NFL draft in April. Yes, we might have just missed out on um, Chase Young from uh, Ohio State, but that's okay because they're still top defensive players, top offensive players, top special team players in college that it's going to probably be drafted in like late rounds or if like late first round and late second round. So pump the brakes on to finish out the rest of the season of losing games, because if we have an opportunity to go nine to seven and potentially, potentially I am saying that in air quotes, make the playoffs. I love where this team is going to go with Dan Quinn and company. And, and and also speaking of Dan Quinn right here, guys, this is still, you know, I'm I'm still gonna tag this along with the Tampa Bay and Atlanta preview. But Dan Quinn, he is he is a great coach. He really is. He had the you know what to stand up and say, Hey, look, this is not working. I'm gonna hand it off to my linebackers coach. We're putting Raheem Morris back where he needs to be at. And this defense just sparked and lit the whole world up <laughs> and it's working. So I feel, but here at the same time too, Dan Quinn has gotten better as a head coach. You might not want to admit it, but he has gotten better at a head as being a head coach. Why? Because Dan Quinn, he is now seeing the opportunities that are presented during game. You know, when do I want to take a timeout? When do I want to send my kicker in? When do I need to do this, do that? Or do I really need to accept that penalty? Or can I trust my defense to give my offense the ball back? He's gotten better as a head coach, guys. He really has. And you all don't want to hear it. But I'm here to tell it for you. So, guys, that is all the time I have for today's podcast. It is a very lengthy one. All my podcasts has been a very lengthy podcast here lately. I'm feeling the groove now. I am getting into the rhythm of how things are going. And I'm I'm very happy with the production that I'm putting out of the podcast. And I hope you are as well. And hopefully we can continue to grow the audience and, you know, make a run at potential, like, you know, a podcast platform where I can land on and, you know, be up there where everybody knows about me. 
and right now i'm happy where i'm at and i'm still looking forward to grow with you all so i do appreciate all this love and support guys but let's keep it up and let, let's get ourselves to the top not just me but us until then i Kawarga, catch you all later Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.